Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hello, Katie. Hey, Keith. Have a nice weekend. Absolutely. Was it music-filled? It wasn't. No. (laughs) Um, Mine, I guess, I mean, I worked. I mean, I did listen to some music. Um, I think my big thing that's non-work-related was I saw Avengers in game. Oh, I'm um, so woefully behind on any Marvel stories, so... Have you not seen stories. any... Sound like an old lady. Those I'm behind on my stories. Catching up on your stories. Well, it is like a soap opera. It is. It's, it's you know, it's a very long soap opera. Have you not seen any of the Marvel? I haven't seen any Avengers movies. I've seen... Thor, Captain America. One Iron Man, and... What, like the first one? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah, th- that's how behind I am. So, I appreciate people's excitement for it. <laughs> That's a, that's a nice, that's a very neutral way. I appreciate your excitement well, over I something. Do, because a lot of people get annoyed when somebody talks about things that they don't pay attention to right, a right, lot. Right. I'm not that person. I right. love your excitement. Keep your excitement going. Right. I mean, I <laughs> I still I still enjoyed it. I mean, I haven't seen all of the Marvel movies. There's um, a lot. Was, isn't it more than 20 at this point? Yeah, it's like 21, 22, Oof. something like that. You don't need to have seen them all, though, for this movie to make sense. Okay. Um, but it's it's pretty amazing. So if if you've followed Avengers, you you're sh- not as behind as I am. Please. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it, I think it was a pretty great movie. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun charts, stats, and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we'll be chatting about big chart news from Beyonce, Lil Dicky, and Taylor Swift. Plus, we'll be previewing the 2019 Billboard Music Awards, what performances we're looking forward to seeing, and what Keith and I hope to see backstage Ooh la when we're la. both there. Ooh. <laughs> it's Pop Shop on location. Oh. Um, but first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode and... If you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. Okay, so let's talk charts. And first, I want to say, if you hear a humming in the background, hmm. we're in a different room than we normally record. So that's, that's why the, the sonics are a little bit off. Um, but then again, maybe you can't hear a darn thing, and I'm just being crazy obsessive. It's probably more of the latter. Could be a mix. Could be a nice, <laughs> subtle blend. Um, All right, so first up, on the Billboard 200 Albums chart, 
Uh, Billie Eilish's When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Where do we go? Just blur that all into one Where big Where do we go? Where do we go? Where do we come from? Where do you go? <laughs> Where do we go now? Where do we go? Oh, oh. oh. So um, her album returns to number one for a second week, uh, rising two to one, and it earned 88,000 equivalent album units in the week ending April 25th, according to Nielsen Music. But probably... Some would argue the slightly more exciting news in the top 10. Yes. Is that Beyonce has two albums in the top 10. Yeah. Just a couple, a pair of albums. A pair of albums. She's never done that before. She's never had two albums in the top 10 at the same time. Um, And she is the first woman to pull this off in more than two years. So that's pretty crazy. Um, So Beyonce's Homecoming, the live album, uh, rises seven to four in its first full tracking week of activity. Uh, because last week it debuted on the chart after just two days. Right. Because it came out. The Netflix uh, movie premiered late Wednesday. Yeah. And like then at, it came at the same time. Like 12 a.m. Thursday. Mm, yes. Um, no, yeah. No, 12 a.m. Wednesday. You're right. Um, and then the album came out at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so it had Wednesday and Thursday of that week to mm-hmm. debut on the chart. So debuting in the top 10 just from two days is pretty amazing. Yeah. Then this week, with its first full tracking, seven days of tracking on the chart, it bumps into the top five. So already she was like, yeah, I've got a top ten, baby. And then, and, she's then like, and then, by the way, I'm going to take that Lemonade album of mine, that former number one, and I'm going to put it out onto all streaming services. Because before, it was exclusively available to stream on Tidal. Now, you could have bought it anywhere you wanted to, digitally yeah. or physically. Um, I believe, yeah, it was definitely. And Pandora would like you to mention that it's been there for a bit, too. Um. <laughs> yes, uh, but Pandora is not on demand. It well, is. It's. 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 it's uh, what, what. What. we want to be specific about is that it went wide to all the streamers. Yes. Now on Apple and Spotify, mm-hmm. you could hear it for now. the first time. Yes, for yes. the first time, and that caused a huge surge for Lemonade. It re-enters at number nine on the Billboard 200 chart. Um, it earned thirty thousand units, which is up six hundred and twenty-seven percent, I believe, compared to the previous week. Um, and it earned thirty-one million on-demand audio streams for its songs during the week. So. The last time a woman had two albums in the top 10. I was going to say, you mentioned this. I mentioned it. I needed to hear who that person was. Didn't actually have it here in my notes. (laughs) So I'm remembering this from memory. It was back in February of 2017 when Lady Gaga had two albums in the top 10 after her Super Bowl halftime performance. Oh, wow. That's interesting. That's not what I would have guessed. So Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was just thinking like, Maybe when Adele's new album premiered and then people were interested in checking out her previous album again. Hey, uh, um, I think Adele did do it with, I think. But it would have been earlier With than 21 and 19. Mm-hmm. I think when 21 came out and it was so enormous, oh, 19. With, with, okay, so that was way back when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think 25 and 21 did it together. Because okay. um, everybody had heard 21 by then. <laughs> yeah, altogether, it's pretty rare for, it's 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 not a typical thing to have two albums in the top 10 by the same artist. And it generally only happens when, frankly, someone passes away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we have a Prince scenario where yeah. like multiple albums are in the top 10. So anyway, it's a big deal. Indeed. And so go Queen Beyonce. <laughs> um, over on the Billboard Hot 100 songs chart, uh, Little Nas X's Old Town Road featuring Billy Ray Cyrus holds at number one for a fourth week. 
Khalid's Talk hits the top 10 for the first time, jumping 20 to 8 with big gains in airplay, sales, and streams. It's his fifth top 10. Congrats to Khalid. Uh, outside the top 10, friend of the podcast, Ava Max, climbs 13 to 11 Ooh, with Sweet so But Psycho. close to that top 10. So close. What do we have to do to make that happen? <laughs> we have no control over that. It is in the hands of the fans. Um, while Little Dickie's charity single, Earth, bows at number 17, or maybe rises, or what would be a good sort of earthy pun? No. Oh. Well, it doesn't rise because it's here for the first time. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, never mind. Um, well, the track features over 30 high-profile guests, including Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, Adam Levine, Katy Perry, um, and proceeds um, benefit various environmental organizations. Leonardo DiCaprio is in the video. Mm-hmm. Um, I Kanye mean, West is not in the video. Kanye West is not in the Kevin video. But Kevin Hart as Kanye West is. Um, a, a, lot of the, a lot of the debut is probably owed to its animated music video. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, features all of these guests in um, animal form for the most part. There was a lot of curiosity leading into it, too, especially when he put out the list of stars. And everyone thought, oh, my God, Bieber's going to be in a new video. And Katie's and then gonna you realize you got his his voice. Instead. Yeah, still. But it's still cute. Oh, and yeah. It's absolutely. for a great cause. And little Dickie's always, you know, uh, good for a laugh. So, Indeed. you know, top 20 hit. All the money's going to charity. All good. Congrats, little Dickie. <laughs> um, lastly, Taylor Swift's Me. You may have heard about this single. There's a new Taylor Swift song. There's a new Taylor Swift song. We didn't talk about it last week because we didn't know what she was doing. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, is it an album? Is it a song? Is it a cat perfume? <laughs> we don't know. But we do know that she has a new cat now. I was going to say, there's also breaking cat news. Breaking cat news. <laughs> It's funny, the, the fans that were watching the video you know, had so many theories about it. And one of them was... I, like that's got to be her cat. Like that's got that's her new cat. And I'm like, I don't know. Did she just like take the cat home from this video set? Yes. And it's named it Bi- is her cat. It's named Benjamin Button, I believe. Oh my goodness. Per her Tumblr. <laughs> is it her Benjamin Button or Benjamin Buttons? Plural. Oh, that would be cute. I, I might be the former. <laughs> um. So yeah, Taylor Swift's "Me" featuring Brendan Urie, of course, of Panic at the Disco, debuts at number 100 on the Hot 100 chart. Hey, that's so low, Keith. What gives? Hey, now. Well, <laughs> it's because the song is actually debuting just from its first three days of airplay after its release at 12 a.m. on Friday, April 26th. The airplay tracking week for the Hot 100 runs Friday... No, runs <laughs> runs Monday through Sunday, while the sales and streaming tracking week for the Hot 100 runs from Friday to Thursday. So... If your song is huge enough mm-hmm. and you drop it on a Friday, you could debut on the Hot 100 the following. If you're Taylor Swift. If you're Taylor Swift. But we we didn't anticipate that it was going to debut. Like, there was a chance, like, maybe I mean, it obviously, could. it barely squeaks in. Right. The chart is called the Hot 100, and it is number, number 100. 100. It is not bubbling under. Um, it is right there. It's assumed that the track will charge towards the top of the chart next week after its first week of sales and streaming activity. Have you seen the video, Katie? Oh, of course I have. Uh, what did you think? I mean, it's a it's a pastel explosion, is what I think. It's it's uh it's it's beautiful. It's fun. Um, yeah. Th- there's dancing, and it looks it looks like there's actual big physical sets that they built. It wasn't yeah. all just CGI. Like the street scenes look like it was an actual street somewhere on a set. I mean, I don't want to skip ahead to you know BBMA talk, oh, but but. I if we get any opportunity to you know shout a question at her as she's walking past, I want to know where this video was shot. 
Like, she, what is this she, place? She, she posted a, a picture on her Tumblr where it's like a, a shot of her and Brendan like on the set. Okay. And it's a physical, the apartment comp is, in a, is a physical set. Yeah, I wonder if it's like the WB lot or something. Maybe. Like a full-on movie or television production, you know? I mean, I no, no expense was spared. And somewhere in the video, if she says uh, that her album title's name yeah. is hidden. And I, I I think it might be called Lover. I think so, too. Because you see a neon sign that says Lover. Yes, I think so, too. And when I saw it in the video, I thought, oh, that's a, that would be a cute title yeah. for her album. And then she told fans that her album title's in there. And then people got really detailed. Like, somebody, people were guessing that the album was called Angels because there's a bunch of, like, angel wing imagery. And there's been a lot of butterfly imagery as well, Right, obviously. maybe it's called Butterfly. Right, so people, but, like, I'm like, are we looking too hard, guys? Yeah, maybe it's... Or is it just the neon sign that says the word on she, it? <laughs> she, she, she posts I Clearly, I follow her on Tumblr. Um, she, some, she acknowledged, like, a fan conspiracy where mm. the fans were like... What if this isn't the first single from her new album? What if it's just, you know, a, a single for, you know, this movie? Or what if it's just this? And what if it's, what? oh my God, but if you look at this. And then she, there was like six different, like a chain of like fans piling on. Like, oh my God. And she chimes in. She's like, guys, this is the first song from my next album. I will tell you more soon. I <laughs> Not promise. everything is cryptic. Yeah. This is my first single. It's like, chill. <laughs> um, this, what a massive look for Brendan Urie. Right? Like, she, you know, has done a few collaborations in her day, but never on a first single. I mean, she's done that, she did that song with, like, Ed Sheeran, and but, obviously last year she did, or when she did uh, Reputation, she had Ed Sheeran and Future on. And, and then um, uh, Bad Blood had a, the, the album version didn't have Kendrick Correct. on it, Correct. Kendrick got added, um, and, and they debuted the Kendrick version for the music video at the Billboard Music Awards that year. Generally speaking, you don't expect... Taylor to collaborate on like a single no especially not the first single yes so this is highly highly unusual yes and it's unusual just like radio trends in general like that it's another singer like it's actually a pretty similar you know it's another pop singer songwriter she could have had like you know oh let's put a hip-hop artist yeah yeah a feature yeah but like it's it's really fascinating but I love them and he's beautiful in the video like the video is just more pretty because Brendan Urie is there you may th- you may think that Brendan Urie is pretty. I mean, I don't think that that's like a that's not a, a secret. Breaking news or Bre- something. Breaking news. Brendan Urie is pretty. By the way, Taylor Swift is beautiful too. Exactly. That's have- what I'm saying. It's just like a beautiful pastel rainbow land. I, I mean, the whole the thing the whole thing is great. Yeah. But like the end where her dress is like melting yeah just it's like this fluid it's like a crayola waterfall i'm like that's just i'm like one i'm kind of concerned there's so much of a downpour of pastel colors (laughs) like is it gonna start flooding (laughs) in this mystical land like i feel yeah i'm like where are they it's just (laughs) it's just a, a, a technicolor pastel dream uh, so I kind of jumped ahead, but speaking of Taylor, we also announced after that new song came out that she'll be opening the 2019 Billboard Music Awards. She'll be performing me alongside the very pretty Brendan Yuri. <laughs> um, the show will be broadcast from the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas on Wednesday. If you're <laughs> listening to this uh, when we first put it up, it's very close. Wednesday, <laughs> May 1st, 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific on NBC. Hosted by Kelly Clarkson for the second year in a row. Go, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, Katie, let's look over the performers that we have announced at this point 
on Monday when we are recording this. Yes, know that more surprises could be afoot. Yeah, for, we have no idea. We don't know what else <laughs> is coming. surprises to us too. So no hateration if we didn't mention your fave because maybe your fave hadn't been announced yet. Yes. Um, so let's go through the performers and figure out maybe like what are our personal top three Taylor Swift. that we're looking forward to. Let's just read off the performers first. So we've got Taylor Swift. We have Paula Abdul. I believe she's doing a medley of hits. Yes. I think. Yeah, no, uh, that's what we announced. Um, BTS featuring Halsey doing Boy With Love, um, which she was with them on SNL, right? No. Mm-mm. So this is the first time that they're performing mm-hmm. it together. Got it. Um, uh, Ciara, which is, she's debuting her new single, Thinking About You. Um, Kelly Clarkson, our host, is performing. Lauren Daigle, Dan and Shay. Uh, rep, rep in country, it looks like. They're the only people rep in country this year. Uh, Halsey is going to get her own solo performance, I believe. Jonas Brothers, Tori Kelly, Khalid, uh, Madonna and Maluma doing their new song. Uh, Panic of the Disco is going to get, I guess, their own performance mm-hmm. as well. Um, and Mariah Carey, so far. I mean, there is a lot going on there, but Taylor Swift. Taylor, well, uh, yes, I think we can both agree We what's Taylor going to do. She's going to open the show... Is it going to be a recreation of the video? Like, is she going to take over the full stage, both yeah. sides? Yeah. Is yeah. it going to? Is it? Is she going to come in like? Will she talk out of the to rafters? Keith backstage? <laughs> I don't know. I I I, I would we'll just be happy to catch a, a fleeting glimpse of her at any point. The life. fact that she the fact that she did an interview with Robin Roberts mm. on the right before the release of the single yeah. gives me hope that maybe she's going to start doing interviews and again. And if you're going to talk to just one outlet, probably should talk to Billboard at the Billboard Shh. Music Awards. Taylor, <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> I would love nothing more than to talk to you. But yes, I'm very excited to see this performance. This is obviously the new era. She's been like teasing it so big starting back in February. Um, so the anticipation is crazy high. Um, and it's such a different look and a different sound from Reputation that it's like, this it's going to be a continuation of like setting the tone for this whole album era. Right. So pumped for it. Right. It's, it's, it's bright and poppy and just effervescent upbeat. and smiley and upbeat. Yeah. And it's like the, I wouldn't say it's the opposite of the last album, but compared to look what you made me do, which was very yeah. dark and it was a, a, a different, a different kind of uh, style for her. Right. Um, this is very different. But it's just, I think it just reminds people that, like, you know, artists can be versatile. They well, can do lots of different she things. She commits to a theme. And so it's yeah, like that album it. had a theme and this new album has a theme. And yes, the, the, all of these things can coexist, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but very excited to see what so that we looks both, like. So we both are excited about Taylor. Um, I mean, I'm excited about everyone, but I'm also very excited about Madonna and Maluma. Of course. Because, you know. We haven't gotten a chance to talk about the video on this podcast yet because no, it came out on really. Wednesday. Um, that's that's right yeah oh because it came out, it came last out after we recorded the so the the video uh for madonna and maluma's song medagine i mean medagine well, uh, american you know english speakers probably say just medagine medagine yeah i feel like and she says medagine yes in the she video. definitely says it with a j and that's probably the proper way of pronouncing it i, mean, I want to get of this like, right in case i talk to well her. it's like everyone doesn't roll around saying barcelona either you know? i will say barcelona but i know that it's the right way to that say sounds it. muy macho <laughs> I'm going to go from Barcelona to Metagine. Exactly. Just say it with an incredible lisp. It's like it's like Keith is a native Spanish speaker. Or or I'm just uh, Hank Azaria in the birthcage. Yeah, exactly. I'll take my parent pills. Oh it's just God. an aspirin with the A and the S t- t- scraped off. Sorry, now I'm just quoting the birthcage. So uh, Madonna and Maluma, 
doing Medagine. Uh, the video premiered last Wednesday. The video is gorgeous. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. You guys, if you haven't seen it, it's just, it's awesome. Madonna gets to lick Maluma's toe. <laughs> yeah, that does happen. Uh, and I, once again, similar to Brendan Urie, everything is prettier when you add Maluma to it. <laughs> I mean, Madonna's already pretty to begin with. Exactly. You throw in Maluma <laughs> and things just get pretty times Legit, 100. Madonna looks amazing in I this think, video. I think she looks like she's having a great time. Yes. And she's dancing. That video looked like just a party you'd want to be at. Like, it's just gorgeous. She's riding around on horseback. Looked uh, like a great meal at that long table. I'm not sure any of them were eating. More like they're just... You know, like, she walked through the food at she, some point, True. So. Well, I mean, it looked like it was her wedding. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, she had the veil on the uh, It's the hard to make hat. sense of the video. And she did say in the MTV premiere sort of special, she said it's not supposed to make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's like a it's dream. Just, it's, it's art. It's yeah. beautiful. I mean, when she's stomping down that table in her wedding dress, I think that, to me, that was like a, a, probably my favorite sequence. Yeah. Because she just looked like she was having the time of her life. Yes. Like stomping down the... the stomping her way to Maluma. The, the art direction and all the, the costumes and the masks and just... It looked so all the all colors. the dancers, all the colors that they were wearing. And I'm, I'm hoping that some of that might be replicated... Um, maybe with a twist on the Billboard Throughout, Awards stage. Yeah. And I, I love a brunette Madonna, too. Oh, I yeah. Like when we get a, a quick taste, it I, just takes me right back to like a prayer. Yes. I, I love when you see what approaches her natural hair color, Yeah, um, which is a brunette. Yes. <laughs> For those that don't know, yeah. she's not really a blonde. <laughs> she's Italian. <laughs> she's, a, she's Italian. Um, so, yeah, I'm super stoked about that. And, so. and it all works so well together. The song is just so complimented by the video that it's like, it, I mean, Madonna's always been a visual artist. This is clearly just a perfect encapsulation of what she's capable of. So it's been 30 years since Like a Prayer, by the way. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Yeah, like 30 years ago in, like, March, I think, is when the single came out. Wow. I think the single and the, the album. Yeah, so Dang. 30 years ago right now was when we were in the throes of, like, Like a Prayer and all that stuff. Well, so you're also making me think about my uh, personal faves growing up, and Paula Abdul was my everything. Shut the front door. Yes. I mean... Her doing, like, her greatest hits, I am so pumped. Like, she definitely has to be doing Straight Up. Oh, Straight Up. She better be doing Straight Up. By the way, like, <laughs> also, I think this performance is celebrating the fact that Straight Up went to number one yes. back in 1989. That's our chart set of the week, by the way. There yeah, it is. There you go. <laughs> some At some point, 30 years ago, Straight Up was number one. Um, but I... Paula freaking Abdul. Yeah. And you know what? Like, um, you don't get to see her perform as much, you know, especially in this sort of stage. And her uh, dancing is, like, top-notch. Like, that's always been her thing. But, like, she still is an incredible dancer. Any video I've seen of her performing in the last, like, five years, the dancing has been unreal. She went on tour. She had a tour. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, that's literally where I was going. She did that package tour with, I think it was, like, New Kids, right? Yes. And I think they played the Hollywood Bowl here. So she was kind of, like, I wouldn't say the opening act, but it was, like, she she played first before them. And I watched some of the performances on video. I'm like, oh, my God, why wasn't I there? That would be amazing. Mm. Because it just looked really cool and she was dancing up a storm with a bunch of dancers she's like this is what i want from paula abdul i want dance 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 dance, and that's what we're gonna get and that's what we're gonna get and you know maybe there'll be more dates maybe because she did a solo tour last year a short short short-ish tour um so maybe this will be maybe we'll get more dates from her 
But I mean, it's one of my favorite aspects of the BBMA is they always do a performance with an artist celebrating like chart history, celebrating, you know, yeah. And it's been everything. It's like Simple Minds, you know, like don't just for the Go Go's did. The Go Go's. Uh, we got the beat uh, last. I think last year it was In Vogue and Salt and Pepper. Uh, Celine did the did My Heart Will Go On. Yeah, so those are like it. It celebrates an incredible moment in the artist's history, but also an incredible moment on the charts. Billboard charts, exactly. And um, and also Paula is just such. I mean. She's just great. Yes. And also the fact that she just didn't just have one hit. She had multiple number one oh hits. Forever Your Girl had, like, I think four number ones from she, it. Her, the concentration of her, like, output, yeah. like, you know, on the charts was insane. Yeah. Anyway, so Paula, obviously, yes. you're excited about her. Yes. Um, uh, Mariah. Yes. Oh, my God. She's doing, she's doing a, I think she's doing a medley. Mariah gave a Billboard a, a lot of love on the weekend. I saw like, that, over the weekend I saw that on tweet. Twitter. Uh, yeah. Because we wrote a story kind of, like, chronicling what Every, her, like her amazingness. Her entire, like, you know, career. And she, like, thanked Billboard for, like, picking the, you know, correct the writer. Which, oh. by the way, it was our former co-worker, Stephen Horowitz. Was he the only writer? Oh, I, I know that he was the main writer. Okay. I'm not sure if he was the only one, but... Wow. Um, but yeah, and then she, it was just so sweet. It was so cute. I loved it. Oh my good. You're com- you're coming into the show with good vibes. Exactly. Towards we love you as much as you love us. I'm like, let's let's make sure those good vibes continue on through <laughs> Wednesday. I'm so excited to see her. And then, uh, I mean, I'm excited to see the Joe Bros too because um, I assume they're going to are they going to do sucker? Are they going to do cool? I do actually we know? don't. I don't know if we know. I would assume they're doing sucker. Are we going to see chest hair on stage? <laughs> it was their Speaking first of Hot 100 Yuri. number one. Uh-huh. So I would hope that they would do that at the show. And they are performing, I think, on SNL like this week, this coming week, maybe, mm. or maybe it's the week after. Regardless, we haven't really seen much in the way of performances since they've reunited. Like they've done, they performed around the like March Madness, like that was mm. that's private, not you know televised. Maybe nothing on TV. Maybe. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited to see them perform together again. Um, I mean, I, it's all exciting. It's all super exciting. I, I would I'm interested in seeing how the BTS and Halsey track goes. Yes. Um, because I think this is probably, to me, the first BTS song that I'm just like, I, I think I really like this track. That's, I mean, that's what they're hoping. They want to, because obviously their army is quite large, but there is still a like wide swath of people that haven't gotten on the BTS train. And this song is a very accessible pop song. Yeah, the chorus, the my, my, my the, because portions of the chorus, chorus are in English, mm. you know, well, then, because I don't know Korean. Right. Um, Wait, what? That, surprise! <laughs> Shock! Medellin. <laughs> we only know English, guys. <laughs> I know That's a little French. I know a little French. <laughs> okay. Not that Un-pa. much. Un-pa. <laughs> and Rien. Uh, Rien? Uh, no. Uh, but I think because the chorus has some English in it, that makes it super catchy. So it yeah. gives you it gives you the entrance, like Despacito, where if you could just hold on to Despacito and just say, Despacito, the rest of it can just sort of roll around in your brain. Or like with this one, it's like, my, 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 my. Like, boy with love. Exactly. As long as you have something to kind of like latch on to, that can make it the earworm. So this, I don't know, all sorts of stuff. It's all going to be good, guys. It's all going to be amazing. Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific. Uh, what are you and I looking forward to seeing at the show? Because uh, you and I will be, like, sort of roaming around the carpet. We'll be backstage during the show. Like, yes. I'll like, be roaming. I mean, I already mentioned I want a glimpse of Taylor. 
Um, yeah, I would. I would like to see a fleeting glimpse of Taylor oh, as I she mean, floats by. A fleeting glimpse of Madonna would be great. That'd too. be cool. If you're listening, feel free to <laughs> I, say hi. We're setting our bar like we're like super we, high. We like have an opportunity to talk to people, and we're like, I hope I just get a glimpse. I hope I can just be in the same room with them. I'm like, <laughs> we, you will we're be fangirling. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm. What else am I excited about? Um, I'm excited that the it's only 77 degrees in Las Vegas right now. <laughs> um, what? Give an example of something that you've seen backstage that you would have only seen backstage, like at the Billboard Awards. I can give you an example while you think. Of yes. One. So I remember I was doing the the press line backstage when Celine was there doing "My Heart Will Go On," mm-hmm. and uh, there's also big monitors backstage where mm-hmm. you can watch the show. And Celine had come back and she was going to do press, but Cher was uh, performing. And Celine started watching Cher and got so into it. She was singing along and pumping her fist and just like dancing along to Cher on the monitors. Hmm. And everyone, like, of course, all the press were just like, this is an amazing moment. Let's get it on camera. Yes. But Celine was just like, hold up. I have to watch Cher. She didn't say those words. That's a terrible Celine impression. But it was just such a great moment where it's it's fun to see the artists themselves yeah. stopping to watch the monitors to watch someone that, on screen. That I've definitely seen that exact thing. Last year, it was um, Normani did that for Janet Jackson. She just stopped on her tracks to watch the Janet dance medley. And then Normani uh, came back, and I did a short interview with her mm. last year mm-hmm. backstage. And I heard that she had met Janet. Oh. And I was like, how'd that go? And she was like, ah. <laughs> Clearly, she was like a big fan. See, but then, so the examples that came up to me were both sort of like more personal ones, but, and like less exciting for anyone else to hear about. But the one that, the first thing that came into my mind was when Kiki Palmer was backstage getting her photo taken at our photo booth and she was just like uh, complaining to her team like how starving she was. And I was like, we have like reporter box lunches. Like, do you want one? She's like, Kind of. And I went and I fed her. (laughs) I was like, here, I'm like, there's like an apple, there's a cookie, there's a sandwich. Like, and so she was very appreciative of that. And then the other thing I think of is when I... Stars, they're just like us. uh, When I went to the, did the red carpet with you for the first time two years ago, and I was pregnant. And uh, DJ Khaled... That's right. Rolled up and was just like, I mean, no one else had been mentioning it because it's probably the nice thing to just not mention it just in case you don't know me. Like, you don't know if I normally have a basketball just, size bump just on my in belly. Case you ate a really large meal. But DJ Khaled's like, blessings. Congratulations. He was like so pumped about it. So that was awesome too. And I'll have to tell my son that someday. It's like, m- m- uh, mother of cow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Father M- of Assad. Mother of Calvin. Mother of Calvin. Father of Assad. <laughs> Um, okay, well, again, the Billboard Music Awards, if you are listening to this before Wednesday evening, the Billboard Awards will be broadcast from the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas on Wednesday, May 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific on NBC, and will be hosted by Kelly Clarkson for the second year in a row. We love you, Kelly. You're going to kill it. Yes. Um, any parting words, Katie? Oh, man, just like I'll see you in Vegas, I guess. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, is there like a good uh, Las Vegas song we could play to go well, out? Well, I mean, there's always Elvis's Viva Las Vegas. Let's just go for it. See you guys next time. Bye. Viva, Viva Las Vegas. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.